Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> I hate being in the position to have to apologize for not doing a podcast. When there are weeks that we don't do it just because work schedule or whatever goes on, uh, I feel bad about it, but I don't feel that bad because you know we do it when we can. It's free. That's rare. I mean, I don't know how many times has that happened since I've been on, maybe once or twice. Yeah, not, to, not too many. But last week, uh, we did give it an honest effort, and I've never been more frustrated uh, and I don't believe it was GarageBand's fault. I don't believe it, it. It was my fault, but I don't know. I still don't know what I did. So this week, um, I'm recording on both the uh, on GarageBand as well as with my MP3 recorder. So <laughs> if you're hearing this, it worked. And you missed it last week. We actually revealed the winner to NBC's The Voice, <laughs> right? Ahead of time, unfortunately, it didn't record, which is disappointing. But uh... basically, we did two. We did. We did two one-hour episodes. We did one-hour episode, and we were good to go. Uh, we were both tired, actually, too. Went back, saw that it didn't work, and we're like, oh, man, maybe we should do this tomorrow. Well, let's just try to do it again tonight. We did another full hour, a little bit over an hour. We lost that episode. We brought the funny. Right. And new topics, too, because we're like, oh, we just talked about that. It's not going to be like we don't want to fake it, so we talked about new stuff. Yeah, last we'll week, see what happens. Last week, Dave referred to the people that stand outside the voting booth and get you to vote for them. He referred to them as the creepy guys from Silence of the Lambs that uh, that that uh, multiple migs ha- that have their way with themselves in the cells while you walk by and throw things at Watch you. Watch a birdie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it'll be the exact same comparison, but that did come up. Well, now it won't. But uh, so thanks yeah. for that. Oh, I just stepped on your flinging it joke. The uh, this week, this is sort of. I did promise Ben a couple weeks ago where I did ask him. This is a pretty crappy of me to to go see Bill Cosby with me and my son. Uh, and I ended up taking uh, my friend Nick instead of Ben and didn't even bother to call Ben, just went without him. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I never really followed you. up on the initial conversation. It was a moment of weakness where me and Ben were hanging out, where we were actually getting along, hanging out with our kids <laughs> outside of this. <laughs> Why does that have to be a moment of weakness to invite me to <laughs> Well, I was like, hey, man, Ben's a really good guy. We're having a good time. Hey, you want to go to Bill Cosby? And then like the next day I was like, that was a fucking huge mistake. <laughs> I was like a one-night stand friend. Yeah, so... so like, Ugh. <laughs> you had to wake up and take a shower. As the, actually, as the date got closer, like three or four different people came to me and were like, hey, are we still on for Bill Cosby? And I only had three tickets, so uh, I dwindled it down, and some people took themselves out of the equation. And I ended up going with my son and Nick, who used to do the podcast with me long ago. Lucky for you, I have, z- I have zero memory. So I remember you asking me, and then it went out the other ear. You know, I could have went with it and just like started talking about it. And pretend, hoped that you forgot that I asked you, but I figured, you know, I don't know. I don't know you well enough to know how your memory works, so. It's pretty It's pretty hard to hurt my feelings, so it's all good. Actually, it's not. No? You, you're, it, I don't know. You, you get your feelings hurt when people don't tip other people. I, maybe it's it's only. <laughs> you can offend me all you want. Just don't do Offend things, someone else in your presence. Don't offend society as a whole. Don't offend other people in front of me. Right. Yeah, no, I don't care. You can shit on me. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I, I got to tell you, man. I So we took. Um, 294, the toll road here from Indiana all the way up to Rosemont. It was at the Rosemont. They don't call it the Rosemont Horizon. It's anymore. not. It wasn't that. I see the whole. Ever since I bought the tickets, for whatever reason, I thought it was at the Allstate Arena, which was the yeah. old Rosemont Horizon, which held every like WWF slash WWE event. From, way up by uh, O'Hare. Yeah. So it's funny because I the night of I called and I said I started looking at the tickets and I saw it said adult. And I'm thinking, oh man, maybe. Either this means I paid for the adult price or this is like an adult-only thing. Maybe it is because it's, there's beer or alcohol involved. So now I'm thinking, I've built this up to my kid. What you know? What the hell? So I called the Allstate Arena, and I'm like, hey, I got tickets to Bill Cosby. And the lady's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know if my kid, you know, is it 21 or over or blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, I don't know. I don't know how to get you that information. I'm like, well, is there somebody there that can talk to me? I know it's last minute. She's like, well, it's not, it's not here. 
we're not having that event here, so I don't know how I could tell you that information. So instead of just saying right off the bat. So you're asking her questions about a totally separate venue? Yeah, she's like, we have the circus tonight here. You're talking about the Rosemont Theater, probably. Uh, That's not, we're, we're the Allstate Arena. You're like, man, used to be I have, the Rosemont Horizon. I have front row to the Cubs. This is next July. <laughs> I want answers, damn it. But once again, either she was messing with me or just that stupid where she she literally, she literally heard me out, and then she's like, well, I just don't know how I can help you. And I'm thinking, like, well, why can't you help? Is there somebody else that you know in the room, or can you flag somebody down? And she's like, that's not, the, that's not even the venue I work at. You're calling the wrong place. And I was like, thank you for wasting all that time. So we so just I, I cannot get you better rates on your car insurance. It's just <laughs> not in my job description. We just decided to throw caution to the wind, and we figured, hey, you know what? Worst case scenario, we'll, we'll sneak them in somehow. Uh, no, I mean, are we going to go all the way up there and someone's going to deny my child, a nine-year-old child, to see? Wouldn't it be funny after a legendary comedic career of pretty much known for being clean? You know what I mean? The, the occasional curse word here and there, like my uh, my, my brother Russell gonna thought take his this, name was Damn It. You're going to take this the Bob Saget direction. Well, the, like that whole career and finally you get the one Bill Cosby adults on the show. <laughs> it would be like when I was a kid and I loved watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. And then finally he had some sort of like on primetime. The like HBO a, special. Oh, no, because we just we never had oh, HBO. Oh, yeah, never mind. Slow, slow down, longer. slow down. They never had paid cable. Uh, well, I used to always watch it in the morning, you know, and I, I love the show. And then he had some sort of like 7 o'clock primetime, Pee Wee's primetime, whatever. And we were pumped. Like we're all around the TV watching it. And it got super weird and perverted. And he was like trying to get this chick to take her top off and like hypnotizing her and all and my mom turned it off she's like i don't think you should be watching this i'd be waiting for weeks for it to come out where's cherry <laughs> right the chair the chair the chair like uh, all of a sudden it had like recliner feet but it's like a dong it's like dong it was it was got bad dude is it terry was the little cherry. dinosaur oh yeah terry yeah yeah he was giving people the bird pterodactyl pterodactyl well terry the pterodactyl uh i was thinking maybe your bill cosby was like that maybe like after all those like you know, chocolate cake for so many years. All right. of a sudden, he's like, you know what? It's better when you take a chocolate cake and you smish it in that ass. Yeah, All no. of a sudden, everything got super dirty. <laughs> so what was crazy is we – so we're – you know, it's like a – on the toll road, I think it was like 53 minutes supposedly door to door. And yeah, exactly. But And it's a boring-ass ride too. It's, it's just not a fun one. Each toll is $1.50, which is crazy. Don't get me started. But – one of the to- so we pull up and because I don't have an iPad, I was going to grab Nick's iPad and he's like, "You actually have to have it assigned to that plate and it has to correlate, or you still run the risk." And I'm like, yeah. "God, man, whatever." So, uh, we're like fourth back in line of this, you know. And you have to have if you don't have uh, exact money, there ha- you better hope there's somebody in that booth, or I don't even know what you do. You smash through the gate, or it doesn't open. You I've might just it. be sitting there. I've done it. It's embarrassing. You you, you make a huge line, and the people have, they have to come out and they give you like a little envelope but when i did it, it was 40 cents this is years ago and the guy's like you don't have he's like giving me shit like you don't have 40 cents i'm like no nah, i don't have it if i did i would have put it in the bin already i probably did like under the seat but at that point i dug my heels in i was like no fuck you i don't have 40 cents they had to bring out a little thing that you fill out your information and you mail the money in it, it's awful and then he, then he like physically holds the, the thing up for you i'm like you just you just caused a traffic jam for 40 cents you're dumb <laughs> well I'm watching this line, and I'm like, man, well, come on, let's go, let's go. And I look, and the girl is on her cell phone in the booth. She's talking on no. her personal cell phone in that, the booth. That was holding it up? She was taking her damn sweet time because she had one hand, and she was counting. Because when I went up there, she was counting the money with one hand and you know because she didn't want to put her phone down. So she had it like in the crux of between her shoulder and her ear, yeah. and she wanted to drop her iPhone. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's got to be a. I can't use a phone on the. They don't want me using a phone while I she drive. Those things that were big in the nineties. Remember Bluetooth? those things that were like they're like cushions. Yeah, they were like form fitting to your shoulder and like your neck. Well, first of all, you don't need to be on the phone at the toll booth. And then you know every single. I don't. They have to. I'm assuming toll booth people get asked every other car at least. Hey, how do you get from here to here? How do you get? It's like oh. that's not what you ask a toll booth person. You don't know by now. Just pull off to the road and G- everyone has a GPS. You should. They should be. You pull up. Boom. Boom! You get the you know what I'm saying there. There's there's no I don't understand. There's no need for human interaction at all. And you know what? You need a person. Have there. you ever tried to interact with one of these toll booth people? Yeah, they're the they're most they're miserable. I usually go up. Hey, night, but they are the most miserable people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> they're trying to make jokes to them. Yeah, trying to like like throw like a little one liner. Think you're witty. I so we're driving up there. We get up to I think it's River Road, either River Road or um, uh, Belmoral. 
And that's the exit you have to get off there for the Rosemont Theater. Oh, yeah? So as I'm getting off the road, there's a sign that says for the exit, you have to have I-pass only. And my G-pass is telling me this is the one you got to get off at. I'm like, I don't have an I-pass. What do you do? You risk it. You get the ticket. What? So it's like speed. Stay on. Get off. Stay mm-hmm. on. Get off. Stay on. Nick, so stay on. Stay on. <laughs> Your move, hot shot. So I have to drive like another two exits up. Spin around, get off 294, no, come back I 90. No, well, I didn't, okay? Just do it. I didn't because I was like, well, I'm just, I'm in a rental just car. Mail and that, just, just mail that shit in. I didn't want to deal with it. And we, we, ha- we still had a bunch of time left. So I drive up and I, I end up going down a different one and having to blow the thing anyway because I, <laughs> the, the toll booth for the money one was just a basket with no people around and the whole place was closed. So I blew it anyway after driving an extra like 15 minutes out of my way. Have you ever tried this move? I don't know if it works because... The tinfoil over your license plate? <laughs> no. No, you, you know, you pull out just something small like a 22. Whoa, you whoa. Right at the okay. camera. No. Uh, a lot of times I've gone through and just to be dumb, like where I think it's going to take a picture, I will swerve. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll go like right to where I think the camera's going to take a shot and I just shimmy. I just shimmy for like a solid block. I go, so that when it takes a picture... <laughs> It's you should bl- consider blurry. wearing that Game of Thrones outfit you wore uh, when you saw the Everywhere? premiere episode of Game of Thrones. Because yeah, who could give yeah. you a ticket, really? I'd just be like, really? This guy's life's horrible. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Look, he's, he's wearing... It's, it's Jon Snow. We gotta let him go through. It's not It's not even, like, chain mail. You know what I mean? It's like a fleece. It's like a glittery fleece outfit. It's supposed to represent chain mail. I know. Right? But the, they're gonna be... They're gonna have pity on me, is what I'm saying. So... Yeah, Bill Cosby, and I. this is Bill Cosby, the show, amazing. I mean, and here's why. I bet. I bet it was good. You the should, the oh. thing was, so I'm sitting, and I'm obviously, I'm bigger than Nick as far as way more wider, but the seats of these old theaters are always set up like really close together. They're never comfortable. Yeah. But we had the lat, we had the three end seats. I wouldn't seats. know. I've <laughs> never I, been to a theater I, I, show. I didn't go. I didn't go to the show. I mean, I remember you inviting me, but I don't. So... You know, Nick sits there with his arms completely out. He takes both. Well, he's got the arm he's rest. got the lats of an Adonis. Yeah. that guy. So I'm like crunched in next to my. I, we were gonna have my kid in the middle, but some lady with a beehive haircut was sitting in front of him. So you know, he's doing the, the you know shifting his. I can't see. I can't see. So. <laughs> Tell us the dirty jokes, Bill. The mean age was probably 56 years old, and I think a lot of people were like pointing at my kid, like, "Oh, that's so cute." You know, mm-hmm. he's you know he's really gonna enjoy it. And he laughed. He laughed hysterically, which I appreciated. I think when we walked out, it was funny because we were we were walking away, and Nick's like, "Hey, what'd you think?" And I go, uh, "I thought it was pretty great, man. It's everything I expected Bill Cosby to be." And he's like, "Yeah, it was pretty good, but it wasn't Gilbert Gottfried." And I said, "Yeah, I didn't expect it to be, you know." And, and, and uh. just in defense of both Bill and Gilbert Gottfried, they just do different things. Yeah, my, I thought I probably. One of the most exciting things that I've ever done with my son is the first time I took him to a Cubs game or, you know, a baseball game. And How which long happened did to be you the wait? Cubs. Uh, five, maybe. Yeah. Five years old. That can be slow, man, if they don't have the attention span. Oh, he just filled it. He was dancing because he, he's real, uh, like, out there, man. He, he he was dancing whenever they, the organ music <laughs> came on, like, and everyone around us was giving him candy and food. Because so he, he should be. He was a huge ham, you know. He's so. not jaded yet. No. I love it. Uh, well, that's why we stopped going to the Cubs games because I knew it wouldn't take long before that happened. But he, my son goes, he comes out and he goes, hey, it was a 10, it was a 10 out of 10. I go, man, 10 out of 10. That's awesome. And he goes, yeah, let me rethink that. Actually, it was a nine out of 10 because he makes a lot of weird faces and he goes, he takes a long time to tell jokes. Well, yeah, he's got so, super slow But he cadence, doesn't, yeah, right? he doesn't understand there's, that's part of the buildup, but you know, yeah, and yeah. he's like, man, I don't know about his brother, Russell, man. He goes, I don't know. He goes, it just seems like maybe you know, <laughs> he's making it up. Cause I, his brother really uh, just sounds <laughs> like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. No, he's heard these bits though, right? But, yeah. But these, this was not, this was all new stuff. Really? He didn't do anything old. No. Yeah. This was all new. What? Yeah. I mean, based on oh. the same stuff that he's always talked about, his brother, his mom, his uncle growing up. He went back to the well, but for, like, new material? Yeah, I mean, he used the same characters that always wow. sort of come up in his, you know, in his comedy, but it was, it was all, all new material. I would assume all his new stuff had to do with, like, 
why does the young black youth sag their pants? Like, why would it, you know what I mean? Uh, he talked about what, he talked about how women complain about childbirth being the worst pain and how they have to suffer this. But he, then he talked about zipping your your uh, your nuts up in your zipper after really, and then having then then having to contemplate. Because he's like, when you have a baby, basically it comes out, you can't stop it. But when you're stuck and your zipper's halfway up your pants, you have to zip it back down oh. the other way. He's like, you, they don't know the pain. And, and it's funny because he, my kid ate that. He thought it was hilarious. You know, that, that's the, but it didn't go too far. You know, I, I was fine with right, that. Whatever. Right, right, it happens. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it happens to everybody. He was like, how come? <laughs> Why is it every time? Okay, I'm not going to try to you do it. You know what's Bill funny? Cosby. I know me and you were talking about this, but every time somebody, there's certain people. I can't even do it. I won't even if do somebody it. brings up, you were talking about this at work, somebody brought, just happened to say the word Bill Cosby, oh. and then one, oh. the, the, some guy in the room immediately starts doing a Bill Cosby. Then the <laughs> next guy that walks in hears him doing a, hey, what are you talking about? Bill Cosby, and then he does a Bill Cosby. I'm so No c- two Bill Cosbys are the same. Let's just say that. I'm so cynical with um, co- I, just comedy in general. That somebody does, I'm almost like a, a hipster when it comes to comedy in, in the regards of like, if somebody starts to do a Bill Cosby, I'm just like, even if it's the best one you've ever heard, I'm out. Don't, right. Let me guess. You're going to say Jello. You're going to go, my pudding. wife, Camille, pudding pop Jello. That was the fucking 80s, right. dude. How old is that reference you're doing? He did a, he did a Jello reference, though. He did say, he was telling a story. Well, he can. Yeah, he can do all he wants. He's allowed to say jello. He's the one person I wouldn't get mad at when he goes, I don't know if to get the flizzle, blizzle, blizzle, jello. Yeah. But when somebody does that and everyone keels over laughing, I don't want to be a jerk because you're all having a good time. But What other impressions uh, beside that can't you stand? And I know we talk about this. The Chris Farley has got to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just done with the Chris Farley. Oh, ironic. Uh, yeah, Chris Farley's no, that's got to go. Um because you know what, it's always the same. It's the the the, the man down by the river, and yeah. the, the the impression of the the guy that does the uh, uh, remember when he's the bus driver in Billy Madison, mm-hmm. or when he's the guy in Dirty Work that got the whore bit his nose off. It's like there's like four or five go to ones for him. I will say it's super cute though. I have an 11 year old nephew who will do Tommy Boy. Who he'll do the the little scene. Where they smash the car, the, I mm-hmm. can't stop. That's pretty. For seeing an eleven year old dude, it's pretty funny. Kids is different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely different. Because I'm just like, I'm glad that they understand the humor. But other impressions that are bad. I that people, I mean, not just that are bad, but that people feel compelled to do the minute you say a name or like the. Uh, there's no way people don't do a Jack Nicholson if you mention it. People always go and like make that face, right? Or, or De Niro, uh, same thing. Yeah, same one. Um, Pesci. I can't stop myself from doing the occasional dice. I just can't like. But but <laughs> that's the, a good one. Too. The only reason you get fucking moles and bag. But you have to understand, he's an impression of he. That's a fake thing a, he's doing. Yeah, so that's like totally, his, uh, that's a that's fine. He will. <laughs> that's like him doing like the Jerry Love ladies. Yeah, right, Jerry Lewis. Uh, but the only way dice is funny. I like to throw it out when it has nothing to do with what's going on. You know, when something's like, everyone's saying, like, right. hey, how was your day? And I was like, you fucking animal. <laughs> you know, at least, it's at least off-putting. I don't know. Maybe Gilbert Godfrey. I don't know who else. I just feel like there, like I said, there, there's just so many times where you just, the minute the word pops off, when you say Chris Farley or you say one of these things, it's like, oh, you know what's coming next. And it's like, man, I could have just would have shut my mouth about that. Because- oh, walking. Oh, yeah. Walking. Of course. Those to me, that's a that's a, if you could do a good one, it's 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 awesome. But you know who can do a good? I've one? heard so many now that when I hear Jay Moore do it, I go, that's eh, okay, right? You know, I mean, he was one of the first people that I had ever heard do it, and I was like, wow, that's so funny. But now I've heard it so many times, I'm like, Meh. there's a comedian, uh, Craig Gass, who does like he does a ton of voices, and he does he does like Al Pacino. Um, uh, he does uh, Christopher Walken, but he would be on Howard Stern, and he would do like people having conversations with one another, Gene Simmons and he that's where it gets I I can enjoy that. But that's not the, not, not the guy that not the guy that you Fox. work with. Not that's just regular like, right. you know uh right. I know who you're talking about. The guy that does um He has like uh, a Vegas show now. He's a, a portly white fella. He yeah. did like all of Seinfeld and uh he's really good and when you hear it like audio it's good. He will do the conversations with each other. He does uh John Madden he's John Madden real good. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Impressions not, aren't my my thing in general, but like when when a normal everyday average dude you work with, it's like, dude, just shut up. Yeah. Even me, I don't, I do, I can't stop doing uh, <laughs> Ray Romano, which is awful. 
I, will I still do... can't. I still can't get it down. But I refuse right. to not try. Well, don't quit. Don't quit because <laughs> your right, your right is not that great. But that makes it funny. Like if it was like a dead ring of foray, like yeah, it sounds like Romano. But if someone tries twice as far. Oh, Robert! <laughs> I will do uh, the dude from Sling, Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. I'll, I'll pull but that, that off. But, but I mean, that's, that's the, not hard. Yeah, I mean, anyone can go like, oh, kids. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny to do with the drive-through. Yeah, especially if you're ordering biscuits. <laughs> especially and dig the biggins. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, the show the show was a success. Uh, but like I said, just like the Cubs game, the best part about it was that I sat there. It was the first time my kid saw a live performance. It's and he was cool, like, man. hey, you know, who who can we see next? He, he actually said to Nick, because, of course, you know, he wants to be part of the crew. He's like, you know, hey, I'd like to, I want to see Gilbert next. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's not mm, happening. Yeah. That's, I could laugh. I don't, it doesn't bother me, but I just don't, that's not inappropriate. Plus, you where are you going to go? Where are you going to go that they're going to let a child in to see Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, I don't think anywhere. Unless he gets like <laughs> some sort of sponsored gig for. Guy, unless he goes to like Affleck, if he gets that gig back. Yeah, I think I think you could. I mean, there, there's still a, a long list of people that are good that you could see, you know, with, with a child. So uh, Jim Gaffigan, you yeah, can take him to see Jim Gallagher Gaffigan. too. He's the only other one. Oh no, you don't want racist rants? Don't go see Gallagher. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that on stage. That's only when he's off. Stage. That's only his real life. Yeah, he's super clean on stage. As soon Gallagher as he gets off. two, Gallagher one was far more uh, lenient. <laughs> well, whatever. I ain't going to see Gallagher regardless. So, he, but he liked it though. You know, carrot top. That's kind of like uh, that. Oh, uh, I would never let my kids see carrot top just because I don't want to know. I don't want to let him know people like that exist in the real world. It's a cool milestone moment thing though. Like you said, like first Cubs bucket game, list. first. Uh, well, I can mark it know, off my bucket list too. You know, of people Cosby? I wanted to see. Yeah, definitely. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna go see Bill Cosby, dude. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna mark that off my bucket list." It's, I was like, "That's gonna be so awesome! I can't wait to see Bill Cosby." The worst part is he can't go to school and tell everybody about it because not no one has a clue what the hell he's like, talking who, about. Oh, yeah, who the hell's well, he Cosby? told me, and I said that to him. And he goes, "I've been softening everybody up. I've been telling everybody to watch Fat Albert on YouTube, just so he can have a reference mm. point for these people when he tells them he wants to see Bill Cosby." What was his reading show? Didn't, he have, didn't Bill Cosby have a reading show or something like that? Like on PBS or something? I'm not getting him confused with the dude from Roots. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I know they're two LeVar separate Burton. people. <laughs> I know they're two separate people. But didn't he have like a uh, picture page or something? Didn't he do something? Yeah, probably. I don't remember. I remember yes. I thought I remember, I remember him having was. like a silly pen or whatever. Well, that's good. They'll remember. Well, they'll probably read the news and be like, oh, that's the guy that's uh, sexually assaulting people. <laughs> the rapist. You went and saw the rapist? That, that must have been hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do. Uh, I'm not gonna play into any of that. My, I, I read the stories too, and uh, a couple people asked me. It was funny. My wife, my mom, did Bill Cosby? Uh, I read some. Did Bill Cosby rape somebody? I go. I don't know. I wasn't there. I have no, no idea. The answer is no. Yeah, no I mean, way. first of all, why would you ask me that? I read the same article you did. I go based on what I read. It's an allegation that that no one. He's never been charged with anything. He's never been convicted of anything. And I think that uh, the allegation came up, and then he uh, supposedly paid money to, to make it Listen, go if my wife said Bill Cosby raped me in the 70s, I'd go, you're probably asking for it. <laughs> That's what I would tell her. That would be the first thing that flew out of my mouth. There's no way Bill Cosby raped anybody. For one, he's super funny, okay? Well, that, absolutely. I agree. Two, he's very wholesome. You're making a great point. Uh, he's a family man, so you're a liar. You know what I mean? That's, what else do I need to know? Well, I think I... I don't know anything about the case, but just from what I read, like I he's said, a it's a bunch of on old... television. You really think he's going to rape somebody? Come on. I mean, you've made some really great points. These are stone solid. And if you ask any neighbors, they think he's a perfectly good neighbor, quiet. Absolutely. He's always kept to himself. Absolutely. He's acres away. I mean, there's no... <laughs> perfectly quiet. Never heard anything strange out no. of his house. Nope. Strangest thing. I just... Uh, I refuse to, to acknowledge any of that. I don't, I, I don't want to hear about now, like all of a sudden, oh, 30 years ago, whatever. Well, dude. Th- the reason is, is because there's a, uh, I, I think it came because there's a comedian named Hannibal Burris, another black comedian. And I think what happened is, if I'm correct. I believe all, he is a quarterback all, in the CFL now. <laughs> all those memes that came, that were coming out where it's like Bill Cosby and then it's a, bu- a bunch of conservative, like anti-black like or just like, hey, black people, get your shit together, and they put a picture of Bill Cosby, and everyone, and they floats around Facebook or social media, like, hey, this is the latest quote from Bill Cosby, basically telling mm-hmm. black people, like, get your shit together. It's a shame that they roast him for that, but he didn't do it. It's a, if you go on like these, no, but I, I mean, like the things that he did say, he gets so right. much crap for being like, people need to like stop shooting each other, right. and pull their pants up, and like, fuck you, old man. Well, like, th- this comedian up? basically was saying, hey, you're not perfect either. This is a Bill Cosby's a dude who's basically gone around and told black people like, you need to get your shit together. When 
here's something he supposedly did. So, you know, before you're going out pointing fingers at people, you're not perfect either. This is a horrible thing you did. And my thing is, I mean, is that really the way you want to make a name for yourself as a, as a comedian? I mean, he's a, he's a, a black comedian mm-hmm. shitting on Cosby. Yeah. You can't do that, man. That's not okay. Right. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, you got accusations 20 years ago. Everyone jump on him. <laughs> I not agree. Cool. Not cool. Uh, his wife was a lawyer. That, uh, that, is that that's true. That okay. was on the, on the show, though. Yeah, but the one girl that was in a nudie magazine off the show. Yeah, he's okay, wholesome. So you prove you. I I really try believe poking it. a hole in any one of my theories. <laughs> try. He could do it. I implore you. If he you. first gave you some if a anyone, pill, then he could poke a hole in anything. <laughs> this goes. This is like Bo Jackson. I don't know if this was on the edited. I don't know. If I it, can't wait to see this comparison. I don't know if we ever. Well, there's a couple, a couple obvious ones right away. They're both fantastic athletes. But I, I can't remember if this got edited or if we recorded it or not. But we were saying if you make the Pro Bowl and the All Star Game, a woman shouldn't be allowed to say no. I think we both agreed. Whole, <laughs> no, we didn't. I think I specifically us, stopped the podcast and said you're on your own. We both dug our feet in pretty deep and said if you make that, a woman should not be able to say no. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care who you're married to. Uh, the same goes for Bill Cosby, but minus the Pro Bowl and the All Star, just it's Bill Cosby. Come on. Is, have you it's heard Brown the, Hornet himself? Have you not heard the chocolate cake bit? You're going to say no to that? Get out of here. Well, apparently. Get right. Uh, and others, speaking of Bo Jackson and other sporting news, I don't know if you heard that uh, our friend, well, my friend, I don't know how you feel about him, Jose Canseco, his finger fell off. <laughs> news, news, news. doesn't have you ready for news what does <laughs> yeah so I, was, I saw this article and I, I posted it on our facebook page it was the greatest man it says uh canseco's re- jose canseco's reattached finger falls off during poker tournament so i started telling you about this when you got here i was just basically comparing notes on what we wanted to talk about and you're like dude i have not heard this story no. so apparently jose canseco is playing in some sort of a poker tournament unknown if it was a charity poker tournament or not really doesn't make a difference but the finger that he shot off and was sewn back on fell off on the poker table. <laughs> now, I want to okay. read you a string of tweets. This is how the world knows about this. Apparently, somebody has a YouTube, there's a YouTube video or somebody who captured this on video happening. But it hasn't been posted anywhere yet for whatever reason. So I'm going to read you a string of, uh, of tweets that came out uh, linearly, like within minutes of one another here. And you be the judge on whether or not uh, you're buying this, okay? The first one is, damn, I was playing po- uh, I was playing in a poker tournament last night and something crazy happened to my finger that I shot off and they put back on. The next tweet is, I knew something crazy was going to happen with this damn finger because it felt like it was falling off. Then it's followed up by, okay, well, I might as well tell you, I was playing in a poker tournament last night and my finger fell off. Someone took a video of it. Then then followed up by, my finger should have been amputated from the beginning. It was very loose with no bone to connect it. It was also very smelly. Uh, really? <laughs> this guy called my agent and sold him the video of my finger falling off. It looks kind of funny, LOL. Then, all of his fingers are smelly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, my thumb that never got damaged at all smells it like really- shit right now. <laughs> and then the final tweet was, damn, I thought the guy was funny, meaning kidding, just saw the video. Oh, my God. I don't. Uh, first of all, he can't spell. He has a very, very poor, poor use of uh, punctuation, and I don't know how he's tweeting it. I don't know which finger it was, but he was apparently able to still tweet. Okay, it smells. My finger smells like poop, and my uh, my pointer finger smells like, like my pointer finger smells like masa. <laughs> I think he was saying that it would smell like it was rotting flesh, but I, I, I like so your interpretation that, the best. Uh, they all probably smell like poop, though. <laughs> I just like that a dude that I look at and normally thinks. Like, I normally think, like, man, that guy's probably really smelly. Yeah. And gross. He's like, hey, my finger now smells. Yeah. He does look like he's a slime, like, physically, like, has a film well, of slime. Well, he's got that, like, um, 
the, ho, the greasy, ho, the greasy ho. bangs kind oh. of thing. Like his hair always looks like he just put oil in it or something. Like, all right, I guess Ralph Macchio. Uh, in an in an another disgusting story. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you guys from him. I'm not gonna play another forty second uh, bumper of the news song, but I'm just going to the next <laughs> news story. How does it fall off? Should be focusing on how it fell off. It. I can't get over how bad he says. It I know. Last time I was in Vegas, I bought a a a, a, a fake thumb so I could do the old uh, hiding hidden rag trick. So you know. okay, yeah, maybe that was it. He's like, whoop, something's your. I got found something in your ear. My thumbnail. Uh, okay. Uh, this one is. If you've seen this video, I posted up to our Facebook page. I know it, when we were comparing notes, you said you saw this too. Um, UFC. Fighter Leslie Smith shares an awful post-ear picture. This is this article here. It's a picture of a, a female UFC fighter who got her ear punched off the side of her head in a uh, MMA fight. So basically, this young lady suffers from cauliflower ear, which is, you know, your ear gets all nasty mm-hmm. and everything from wrestling and getting yeah. grinded down into the mat over a long period of time. And That's what I always look for. If I'm in a bar and some guy starts mouthing off, oh yeah, I'm like, who's this fucking jerk? Look at, look at his ears and they're all poofy. I'm like, it's cool, bro. I'll see you later. I'm like, I'm out. So she, this is UFC 180. Uh, she fights another female named Jessica I. Uh, Jessica, Leslie Smith fighting a female named Jessica I. Uh, Jessica I apparently punched her in her cauliflower ear and it exploded off the side of her head. It literally was hanging from a tiny thread mm. off of her head. So you have to check out the video on our Facebook page because I looked at it and I was like, it's one of those things where it's, you know, they get paid for the clicks or whatever. So you're going to click it. It's not going to be that great. This video pays off. It is absolutely, it's like one of those you ever seen, I know Ben, you don't have Facebook, but uh, you ever seen those videos of the pimple popping where they have like some huge, like largest pimple and it's like videos. I I made the video. No, you don't, you know what I'm talking about? You ever seen the the pimples that are bigger than a catcher's mitt? Oh, somebody, dude. Yeah. People make videos of that. Oh yeah. Dude, I. That's go, the most go, horrifying thing I ever. I won't interrupt you, but I have go on. It's the most horrifying thing ever. This is a close, close second. You got to check this out. How Pretty big, violent. How big are the ones that these people? Oh, I could uh, at least the si- of size of a fist. Like on the no. back. There's one of a guy on the back of a guy's neck, and it show, first it like it sort of comes out like oh, a. Oh, dude. You're you know when you're like sick right now. pastry and the pastry thing on a cake? No. It comes out like a stream, like toothpaste. And then. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, dude. And you, they don't, you know how you normally do it with your two thumbs? These people are doing it with palms. It's so big. I'll show you one after we're That's done. That's the worst. It's, I won't look at it, but I'll, I know my wife watches it. I have it. a horrific story I won't share. About Go ahead. Those. No, it's just this is enough grossness. But that happened to me once on a very small scale of that. But I was in a department store at the time. And uh, you Now know. you got to tell us. Well, all right. I'll tell you. I, without going into gross detail, because, guys, I'm going to vomit. You're talking about all that. I had... a I was like, hey, like this thing behind my ear, and it's so great. I can't believe telling this. Thank, thanks for all of our new listeners, by the way. Uh, <laughs> don't stop listening right now. Let's make this a short one. But yeah, I was like, I was like messing with it. I thought it was, something's going on, and all of a sudden, it's like those videos you say, but like I said, on a much smaller scale. But here's the gross part: I'm at a department store, and I don't like it's there's grossness coming out, right? So I'm not gonna put it on my own clothes. That's not what I'm gonna do. And I'm surrounded by all these clothes that aren't mine. So, needless to say, somebody bought a flannel that they should probably wash it before they wear it at least once. You know, growing up, my mom and dad always had that, you know, when you buy something from a store, clothes, not, unless it's in a sealed plastic bag. And even (laughs) then, you'd wash it just for comfort because you don't want it to be all stiff. But definitely wash everything you get. I I was telling you last week, my wife, it didn't get recorded, but my wife, when she worked at Kohl's, she would always say, if you ever saw a pile of tagged clothes on the floor of a dressing room, let somebody else pick it up. Oh. And I'd be like, well, why? She'd be like, you don't know how many times people shit on the floor of a dressing room. <laughs> at it. And this was at Kohl's. So I'm assuming, you know, this is, you know, at your Macy's and any, any store with a dressing room, it's happened. I'm, I'm positive of it. But my question to her was always, do you think the person came into the store and was like, I'm going to shit in a dressing room like a dare or do you think it was someone who was changing, like trying on clothes and decided like, uh-oh, this isn't going to be good. It's chicks, man. They can't hold it. Well, it was either man or, you know, whichever nah, dressing room. But it's got to be women. I, I used to clean, uh, was one of my duties when I worked at the grocery store. I used to clean women's bathrooms. And when I worked at a gas station. I, are they way grosser than dudes? Oh, a thousand times How grosser. is that? Guys are so much more grosser on the surface. But once you start scratching, once you start scratching that loud yeah. ticket a little bit. Super gross. Especially because think about this. When you get a rental car, which like I have now, people don't care. When when something is not yours and you're only using it for a short amount of time, you just don't care. Really, when you disgrace a bathroom, 
the only issue you have is making it out that door and letting that door close behind you before a person comes around the corner and sees you're the person that came out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once that door closes, and you could just be like, I wasn't in there. Yeah. It was I like that Carhartt's leave. It's Sears. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But yeah, it's not yours. As soon as, you, as soon as you leave, yeah, it's not yours. So yeah, she would say all the time how people would leave like large pile like a complete pile of shit girls are so much grosser i'm telling you hey my man pro life tip by the way (laughs) if you ever get into like a a low down dirty verbal altercation with a woman say something gross about him it's not like a dude like you can be like yeah well you smell it doesn't work like that with a guy it doesn't hurt their feelings with a girl say something a little below the belt a little gross about him i guarantee for like about their physical appearance anything like something gross about them like tell them like 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 not in like a i'm just throwing mud like i'm serious like i never want to say this but you really smell bad. A you have very like poor skin. Oh, dude. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Because women, because they all know. They all know below that beautiful exterior, there's some gross things <laughs> happening. And if they know that you know, right. you've broke down the, that, that invisible the third wall. wall. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't recommend doing it. I, this, is like a, um, this is like a knife in your boot. Like if you have to. If it's you or them, you know, well, then you pull it out. But here's the crazy thing about the, 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 the clothing-covered shitball when I used to work in a, uh, like, I, I guess like a, for lack of a better term, like a mill, I worked in a small job shop that, that did specific things like, but steel work. And, uh, they used to play this game called poo dollar whenever somebody new got hired. <laughs> so it's funny that my wife goes, I can't believe that somebody reached in and grabbed a, uh, you accidentally grabbed a pile of shit. When and I said, dude, these guys used to do this stuff like, Weekly, because it, the place that I worked was like it was a non-union place, so a lot of times uh, you temporary services would get people in there. Mm-hmm. There'd be like a huge changeover, and they used to have. This is back when you could smoke inside. They used to have ashtrays that were like you know on each machine, so you could take the ashtray, click it off, take it. And it had cat, each one had cat litter in it. So what these guys would do is they would eat. They would take two one dollar bills, they'd cut them in half, and they'd put them on the in the sides of the cat litter, just sticking out. Then they would take the corner of a $20 bill and they'd cut that off and they'd put it in the middle. Well, one guy would go and shit and put it in the $20 bill in like sticking out like a flag out of the poop. And then he'd, they'd cover it all up with how did you get, get it there? What do you mean? You could take the ashtray with you in the bathroom. But he, he like pooped into the ashtray. I, either that or he picked it up. I don't know what. That's I, I, I want to know I, how I, you yeah. got like from, from, I, from water to cat litter. I never asked, but to see this thing happen, was almost a th- I mean because these guys just they could <laughs> I love their they're, names, they're really so juvenile <laughs> poop dollar poo no not even no pee just poo dollar <laughs> but but the thing was is these guys could carry this off like McConaughey and True Detective the acting it was crazy really oh you had to because here's I guess here's what I don't understand about the game so this is how it goes so there's four one dollar bills what appear to be four one dollar bills each one dollar bill is on the corner there's five guys that get to play the game everybody puts in a dollar, <laughs> so or fifty cents or whatever, whatever they determine. Look at how happy say, the guy that put the poop in there. Is. And then, the, so there's a twenty dollar one in the middle, and they say everybody's going to put in a dollar, and whoever's the fastest hand in the group, you can reach in and grab the twenty. So basically, you're putting your dollar down to try to return nineteen dollars on your investment, right? Well, the guys that know are going to reach and grab just the one dollar out, and the guy that doesn't know is going to reach for the twenty. And I, of course, because that's just how it works. And you get the poo dollar, which is just a corner of a $20 bill and somebody's shit. <laughs> Not it. a cat shit, somebody's <laughs> shit. the grossest, best game ever. Oh. But the thing is, is that the guy that grabbed the poo dollar, he's pissed at the time, but then all he, they're just saying, hey, buddy, don't worry. We're going to have a new batch of poo dollar guys next week. And you, get, get, you get the poop in the, in the cat litter. Don't tr- feel bad. <laughs> Somebody will touch your poop later. <laughs> That's awful. But if you knew... If there was a if there was laughter, if there was other guys to share and you're touching the poo, it's not oh. as bad. But if you're in a, a dressing room alone and you grab the poo and there's nobody <laughs> there's there no to joy to take yeah, from it. There's it's, just nothing. It's all bad. But yeah, poo dollar was was definitely I never uh, went in for big like hazing stuff like that. Like I never went in for you know, like if you got well, You hurt, worked in a warehouse, you, I can't believe that they didn't have anything like that. That is a little sterile. It was dude, that was that was Whole Foods. It's a little bit you oh, know, dude! When we'll I worked at the grocery store, I mean, and... guys would would they would wrap each like they'd wrap a guy down in cellophane like a mummy. They would, I mean, we it, we, we used to do cars like when somebody was working, you go out to their car and you would throw you'd, it under you'd take, around, you'd take shrink wrap right. and you'd wrap yeah, so, their yeah. car shut so it would take them 
quite some time to get back into it. Things like that. But uh, Poo Dollar, I can't believe out of all of us dumb people, no one came up with that game. I can't believe it. There was a, you know, there was a you got to think about who. I guarantee it didn't originate here. One of these guys' dad probably told him when they worked at Ford, like, hey, we used to play Poo Dollar all Son, the time, man. One day you're going to get the Poo Dollar. The problem is, is at this job, at this shop, it was non-union. At least at, at Ford, if you played Poo Dollar, you weren't going to get fired for it. You're, yeah. you, you know, you're, you might get a couple days, but yeah. they, can't, they can't take you out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Grossness abounds. Any, when, any, when other, uh, any other news this week? <clears throat> um well we went we went over Bill Cosby, right? We went over uh blah, 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 blah. well not happy news. <laughs> not happy news. I, I added I, on the pile. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's been all yuck so far. I don't I, I wanted to I I didn't know how to broach the uh the ISIS topic. They are of course up their game and uh Obama has spoke out. It was calling them uh, evil and everything like that. But uh, it's very sad. People were getting beheaded. But this isn't a sad show, so I'll explain where where my my train of thought went. I'm watching the the NBC News thing tonight on it, and they're talking about what ISIS is doing, yada yada. And they're showing all this B-roll footage of of all the uh, ISIS terrorist members. What do you call? It? I guess just praying when they're on their knees yeah. and they're holding, okay, just praying. It shows all this footage of them all praying, and they're all. Shoulder to shoulder, you know, and they're stuck in these little roofless buildings, and they're very animated, and they're wearing tons of garments. They're they're holding rifles. Next thing you know, they're on their knees. Then they're they're all praying. They're putting. This their, is my rifle. This is my gun. This is. <laughs> there are many others like it, but this is mine. There are many that look like it, pero I'm going Mexican all of a sudden, uh, because they're all doing that thing. And but I noticed they're all praying while holding rifles. And isn't that how you pray? I know you said you were the only way to pray. <laughs> when your mom, when you went to the church with your mom, they all held out AK forty sevens above your head, talking in tongues. If you're new to the show, I told a story before how I went to my mom's uh, Pentecostal church with her, and I saw my mom started talking in tongues, and I freaked out, and I threw her, I threw her hand out of mine, and I took <laughs> off out the doors, and I ran, almost crying in the rain. Anyways, uh, <laughs> go back, go to the backlog. I, I don't know when I talked about it, but before, but. As soon as I was done being sad, I started thinking, are they always praying, holding these guns, or at least often, and they're not organized enough to where they have, they only leak the videos they want to be leaked, I'm guessing, at this point, right? There's not a lot of, like, ISIS people that right. are getting out and, like, going on YouTube someone, and, like, someone's someone's got a, hacking their Someone ISIS. has a GoPro in their turban. <laughs> <laughs> right. I started thinking, like, there's got to be way more accidental shootings while they're praying, first of all, than any other religion, for sure, but more than we know about. Right. So I, I need to I need to find out once they get a little more organized, like I say, supposedly they're this big scary terrorist and they make billions of dollars and yada yada, but they're not big enough to the where people are leaking their own stuff yet. So I wanna see the times that they're praying and going like, you know, Akuma Hamadai just like the whole row of guys to the left of them. Somebody has an A D all done for. <laughs> they all go and and you know, they all get their forty virgins ahead of time now, just right. by happenstance. So they all get popped. And so, also, do they show them safety training videos? <laughs> like when I was at Burger King and they bring you into the office for the first two <laughs> days, you just got to watch like how not to get burned on the fryer. <laughs> you must always keep your gun unsafe. You must not have a round chamber. You <laughs> <laughs> There's like, like, you know, they always have like the cheesy music and the cheap graphics. Right. But like, so over there, so it comes on like a, like a cheap old like VHS cassette and it's like, so, so, some guy pretended to be surprised. Like, some guy sitting like in the sand, and the camera comes up and he turns around. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. So, you're new to this gang, huh? You want to be in ISIS? There's a few things you should know. Come with me. I'll show you the ropes. First of all, when you're praying to Mecca, you're going to want to point your gun ahead, but you're not going to have a good time. You can have a lot of fun. There's a lot of career opportunities. But what you're going to want to do is not get too much sand in your crotch region while you're out there praying to Mecca. So I would like to see that, and I would like to see it like a gag reel, like with Benny Hill music, <laughs> like of all like the like you know how they they're on jungle gyms all the time, mm-hmm. like it shows them constantly. Like I know uh, Os- who is it Osama? They used to always use like jungle gym stuff to get ready. I want to see all like uh, America's Funniest Videos. But <laughs> they're like, bayoneting like old heavy bags. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> I want to see like Taliban's funniest home videos, <laughs> like the dude stabbing the bag and just. Whoo! 
whoop. Like, Dude, how do you run the tires in those those dress, like those crazy baggy pants? They're wearing dresses and they're doing all that. <laughs> you imagine how many like... Uh, Someone steps on their beard, they fall through the, in the tires. Like how we have all the ones of like the five-year-old playing T-ball right. and hitting daddy in the crotch. <laughs> how many times do they like go to stab it and there's a guy behind him that gets impaled and it's like... Wah, wah. What if they did like uh, American Muslim Warrior, like that American Ninja Warrior, but they had like an obstacle course. <laughs> American Muslim Warrior. That'd be great. They'd have like silly... Uh, they have, like, a big thing of water underneath them. No! They're all scared about it. Well, you know, I got, drying that beard's got to be a process. Oh, it's got to be horrendous. Oh, you It's got to be smell. bad. So, I don't know. They could have, like, uh, they could have like feats of strength and all kinds of things like that that you have to do with your, with your dress on. <laughs> I don't know. It's horrible. But, it's, yeah, like I said, as soon as I got done feeling sad, I just started thinking about, like, like man, there's got to be more. It's got to be good. This to be is you. all bad, but there's got to be a funny side to it. Like you know, in a hundred years, like, like once you know, take once a step everything back, cools off. Pretend you're an alien and you just got here and you're not picking sides. Now I just want to see the gag reel of right. them like with their grenades, like when they're practicing and just like, oh, like blowing up like in an all they pulls the pin, his tooth comes out with the, with the pin. <laughs> and they all get to stuff like that. Like, has well, anyone actually pulled a grenade pin with their tooth? Has it ever happened? Come on. I don't know. Because, you know, like in Commando, he just had it hooked to his vest. So once he just pulled it away from his vest, the, the, the ring came off. Way smarter. Way smarter. Yeah, I mean, your tooth. Or what about, like, we were talking about, like, like uh, fucking with people at work, like initiations and stuff. Like, the guy thinks he has, like, the suicide vest on, but it's really just, like, sparklers. So it's like, I'm going to do it. You know, like, road flares. He's just got, like, like, some, like little pink sparklers or something like that. And he's like, he's, you know, the guy's, like, sweating bullets. Like, he's about to do it. And he's like, you know, like, Muhammad Akbar. No. And he runs down, like, and he jumps into, like, a crowded, like, venue where everyone's having lunch. Like, all these Parisians are eating, like, lunch. And he, all of a sudden, sparklers come out, and his friends are just laughing at him. Oh, God. That's what I want to see. I think, uh, so this week, or as of last week, uh, our la- the last episode that aired, we had a, a, a huge, huge jump in uh, in listens. So, I mean, we, we had a, a pretty substantial number to begin with, but I I want to, um, I, I'm going to attribute that to the fact that uh, a podcast that I listen to that's really popular, uh, the Pete and Sebastian Show, which is on the Riotcast Network, I've been... Uh, if you listen to Pete, if you listen to the episode, it's not their last one, but the one before it. I forget the episode. I think it's like 158 or something like that. Uh, Pete talks about me and how I've been badgering him on Facebook to try to get him to answer uh, some questions for our podcast. And basically I said, hey, Pete, can you and Sebastian on uh, record some questions, uh, your answers to some of our questions, so we could play them on our podcast and we'll do a cross-promotion. And I think his his thought process was like, well, we don't need a cross promotion. We're doing fine. It would basically just be to help you. But yeah. uh, out of the goodness of his heart, he did answer one of those questions. He picked one that he liked the best. And they answered it on their podcast, and he told uh, all his podcast listeners to listen to our podcast. So uh, I want you to hear Pete. This is the first voice you're going to hear is Pete Corielli talking to Sebastian Maniscalco. Asking him uh, what Nicolas Cage's car smells like, which is what we asked them. So check out their answer. And I put a little music to it. Since they're both uh, proud Italian guys, I figured this would be perfect. What do you think Nick Cage's car smells like? First thing that came to my my head was musk. (laughs) No, just like like a woodsy kind of earthy musk you know maybe if you looked in the back seat there'd be a loose boot maybe a boot uh just the one uh i'm also picturing in the car maybe some leaves leaves all right all right leaves like that he uh, that he was uh you know brought in Maybe he was doing some something in the woods i don't know this 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 nick cage reminds me of a guy who's just got like maybe you know, just uh, aftershave in his back pocket. You never know. You never know. I feel like he's got a uh, Superman coffee mug that he uses only in the car. I know he's a big fan of that. He's a quirky kind of guy. And uh, I'm out. <laughs> For sure Superman, though. Uh, so, again, I want to thank them because they went a, bit, a little bit above and beyond, not just saying what his car smelled like, but uh, Sebastian went on to describe, obviously, as you heard. Uh, Absolutely. 
This week, just so you guys know, Sebastian has a new comedy special that just aired on Showtime. Aren't you embarrassed? So check it out. I already saw it. I saw it the night it came out, which was Friday. It was pretty badass. You um, saw it. You saw it at his house while staring yeah. outside through his living room window. <laughs> right. he, he was watching it because he was excited because it was finally being aired, and you were outside the window fogging up. The that play. is the truth. That's so right. uh, again, Ben, I got to tell you. Now I've gotten Michael Rappaport, <clears throat> gotten Pete, I've gotten true. Sebastian. It's true. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out. I got somebody else real good recently, too, I thought. You are pulling big names. I'm like a barnacle on the whale <laughs> that is this ship. I produce the on. show. I edit the show. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Who are you? I got, you got to get somebody. I do got to get somebody. I don't know. I. You know what? Uh, Cheryl Scott is one more email away from getting her straining order on me. So <laughs> I thought you were going to say one more email away from doing it, and then I then no, no, God, she, you can she would never. By the way, Roker, by the way, I saw you saw what she's going to CBS. She's going to ABC Seven. She's going to Channel Seven oh. in Chicago. Where was she before? She's CBS? not leaving, which means she'll never be that far away from. Was me. she on Channel Nine before WGN? Channel Five. Oh, okay. So yeah, she's on NBC Channel Five. Not part of the uh, yeah. So she's staying here. She's going to be on Good Morning America the before Scott you know it. Lexicon. It's just a matter of time. Get rid of Matt Lauer. Just a matter. Get rid of them all. If you guys are real, Scott, <laughs> what else do you need, for God's sakes? Yeah, I need to get some more people. I'm not good at the celebrity. You know what it's like I told you before? Um, like when I go to shows. I feel like somehow, if, some way, this is going to make me look like a, a, a huge asshole. No, <laughs> it's like if they're hanging out at the show afterwards and they're like, hey, you want my autograph? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like I just Not not because I'm too cool for them. Just like I don't want to bother. Dude, I saw you go right up to Nick DiPaolo, like you know, like, like he was. Yeah, but your did old I take friend. a picture with him? Did I ask him yeah, for anything? Yeah, you did take a picture with him. Where is it? I have a picture of you with him. No, I, I took never it. took a picture with him. Yes, you Bullshit. did. Shit, no, I didn't. Are you I sure? I take a picture with him. Maybe I got. I said, p- "Hey, man, it was a great show," and let me take a picture of you with him. Not because I was too cool. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to bother him. Now I'm going to be on a mission to find. I this find picture. it. I don't. I, was, I had a few in me, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. And it's not that I wouldn't. I took a picture with you know with bands I like. I'll do it. But uh, with who? With with most bands I like. Oh, like, I've gone to see local eights like twenty times. And every time I like I see him, like I'm like, hey, what's up? Like I put my head down, and just right. shake his hand real quick. I don't know. Like I don't, people want to bother you me. You didn't take you a know? picture with Corolla? Uh, no. I went all the way up to uh, where Benny's Beverage in, in the city. I went up there, and there was this huge line, and I was like, Nah, I'm cool. And then I was hanging out right by the bathroom, and he was late. So he went in the bathroom, him and Mike August went in the bathroom, and they came out, and I seen him, and I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, hey, Ace, what's up? And he like looked my way, and, and I was like, I'm good. I mean, what do I need a picture for? I don't know. You think after Daryl Strawberry gave me the finger at such a young age, I would have you know, never wanted to meet another idol. But My thing is I want to see them. I want to see him and go, like, wow, it's cool. I saw him. But they don't, they don't want a picture with me. I don't need a picture with them. But here's the thing. It's all... I'm not. You definitely don't go up to one of these people and, and be like a, a a huge douche. But mm-hmm. it is still nice to be able to say, "Hey, what's going on? I appreciate what you do." Uh, shake their hand. I mean, I, I don't know why. If I saw them like a, if they were eating like at a cafe and they got up, that's and even they were more. Leaving, that's even ruder. I said they got up and oh. were walking away or something. Maybe because. I don't know. But they make time for you, specifically after the show, to say hello. That's why they're yeah, out to there. to a mass of people. It's just another face, big deal. You know? I don't yeah, remember. I don't know. They don't I mean, remember. It was, here's the thing. If you had a Facebook, you'd do it. So you could have a cool profile picture. Whatever. But, you know. I have Twitter, and I still don't do it. But that being said, for the show, I, I would. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had a, a, a ton of luck. I'm trying to find more Chicago, because I figure if it's in the city, maybe I can say, hey, we're doing something in the city. You're doing something in right. the city that works out a little better. Hey, Cheryl, I've only been married a few years. <laughs> I mean, it's never too late. You know what I mean? I'm not, not way out of my prime, is what I'll say, but we'll see how that goes. I don't know. You outkicked your coverage big. once. I don't think you could do it twice. No, I did outkick my coverage once, but sometimes, you know what I mean? You just want to go over the stands. You want to go out of the stadium. You know, you never know. Did you see a movie this week? I saw Pretty in Pink. Awesome. Did you see the, can you talk about the burbs? Because, I mean, you keep on saying you're going to yeah, yeah, about I'll the burbs. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to the burbs. We'll okay. get to it before the show's over. Okay. Burbs, it's great. I didn't get to it before. No. Can you go ahead and start now? I'll get to the burbs. But before I get to the burbs, a few things about Pretty in Pink. A few things. If you guys are new to the show, we did a thing called Hey My Classics. There's a hashtag on Twitter, Hey My Classics. And um, I had Dave had given me some shit because I led a very sheltered life as a kid. And I didn't see a lot of these staple 80s movies. There was a lot of them. Um, very famous. Three quarters. What's that? Three quarters you didn't see. Three quarters? Uh, three quarters of, of the movies that everyone else saw. In the oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's a large, large portion of movies. 
that I had not seen because I was watching Swiss Family Robinson and Disney cartoons until I was about 18. Davy and Goliath. So, hey, Davy, this is your penny. You should bring it back. Um, so I got a bunch of really good suggestions from listeners, and uh, I've been trying to burn one or two a week. And this week I did Pretty in Pink. Uh, and how much time do I have? Uh, probably about five minutes. I'll put it on the board. Ready? Do I, use, do I get five full minutes? Yeah. He's like at three. Okay, all right. Ready, go. The thing about that I noticed right away, what's with 80s movies and no moms? <laughs> There's no moms anywhere. What's up? You watch movies now and it's no dad. Dad's gone away and I'm living a tough urban life. No dad. These 80s movies, last week, what did I watch? A couple weeks ago I watched, uh, what was the other big one? John K- oh, Say Anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's mom? Mom's not around. I think his parents died, didn't they? I think they talked about it. Uh, no, the girl's mom, though. The oh, girl yeah, that he falls mom. in love with, her mom is like, they're divorced. She shows up, I think, real briefly. But uh, I don't know if it's a uh, uh, that genre or what, but all these girls have these super I tight think, relationships with dad. I always. think it's because at some point in the 80s, every, leading, every girl in the movie is going to show her boobs. And it's just weird if your mom's in the movie, too. You don't want your mom and boobs? I, I mean, I wouldn't care, but. It's probably probably a good formula that they went by. It's probably something solid to start with. But that was one thing I noticed. There's no moms anywhere. And I had this other thought, too, is... But they do talk about that in Pretty in Pink, for sure. Like, her mom died, and she's with her dad, who's... But a, still, it's like another one. No moms. And in Red Dawn? But, but that's, In Red Dawn, was there any moms anywhere? But in Pretty in Pink, that's part of the, the whole setup. That's specific to that movie because it it, it it changes everything. She has to... You 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 go. I've seen it. Yeah. You, you go, let's yeah, hear what you got to say. But Red Dawn, I didn't see any moms, okay? Uh, uh, say anything. Mom's gone. Now, Pretty in Pink, mom's gone. Weird science. Don't tell mom the babysitter. Fuck, no, that's in the title. All right, but that one, <laughs> that one aside, there's no moms anywhere, so it's starting to trip me out. Also, these movies are so over the top, I started thinking, do we need... Over the top '80s movies. Did we need that to to get to the next step? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you need to make those movies in order to go? All right, we'll learn from this and make good movies later. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, you bastard. there would be no listen. In order to get to a clueless, we need a we need a pretty in pink. Is what I'm saying. No, I'm not really saying that. that's a joke. <laughs> you guys can't see sarcastic face, but uh, no moms anywhere. Also, is Molly Ringwald the best wounded bird ever? Yes, is what sure. I ask myself. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying oh. to think of some other great wounded birds in my day, like, like the old Ellie Sheedy, the like the old, you know, like Casablanca days. Plenty of wounded birds. You know, every time they talk back, it's like they smack them. Oh, you know, like they're always so scared to speak up. Like my dinner wasn't hot. Oh, I'm sorry. Those are all like she cries a lot. That's for sure. Molly Ringwald. That's her. Like that's her thing. She cries. Like she's the wounded bird, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always get crap from my wife because she says I always feel bad for women because like I don't like. You them. do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. You should, well, you should ask her to bring up the whole thing about if you're uh, a professional. Not her you, or any uh, women I know. No, I'm saying if you've ever uh, you know lettered in two sports, then they can't say no. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's an exception to your that's, rule. Listen, that's that's just good science. This, this isn't. There's no sympathy involved in it. All women would agree with me if you've been in the All-Star game and the Pro Bowl at the same time. You shouldn't say no. That would not make you a wounded bird, okay? <laughs> that would make you a lucky bird, and you just ran into the right rooster. And the point is this. Um, yeah, where was I? Oh, best I don't movie. know. You got 35 seconds to bring this thing home. Pretty and pink. The Pretty, whole and movie. pink. Pretty much I've laid out what the movie's about so far, right? A wounded also, bird. Also, uh, it's got the uh, Ducky, isn't it? Ducky. Right. Um, John Cryer. Another thing real quick. 80s movies, lip syncing, it keeps happening. I keep watching these movies and they keep playing something and they do the 80s dance and it's all shoulders and elbows and they lip sync. And thank God, by the time I started watching real movies, lip sync was dead. <laughs> the Love is a Battlefield dance? Uh, I forget what damn song he did, but he was in the record store and he came in and it's like, and, and the quirky boss who had a different look every single time they showed her, they're laughing and he's, he's singing some, he's pretending to play horns and flutes and <laughs> trombones and doing lip syncing. And I was just like, oh, all right, you're done. this is bad. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, many, <laughs> by by listening to that, you should pretty much have a good idea. If you haven't seen Pretty Pink, which is 30, almost years old now, if you haven't seen it, that's what you're in for. So, How many duckies would you give that? I would give that movie uh, two out of five duckies. Okay. And it has dice. Say so, anything, I gave four out of five boom boxes. Yeah, right. But <laughs> that gets, oh, oh. Damn it! I ran out of time. Yep, I need to bring it. Dude, Dice has the best non-speaking. Like, I even wrote. Damn it! I wrote it down. I don't know where it's at now. He has the best. They show him. 
He's sitting in the front. He does this with his shoulders. He, he blocks his shoulders and his elbows out. He gets his cigarette out, throws his elbows back out, takes a cigarette, puts it in his mouth, throws his elbows back out, gets a Zippo, does this. I mean, it, it's the most animated cigarette lighting you've ever seen. But they, I don't know if they had to film that several times, but it is the best cigarette lighting you'll ever see. <laughs> Next to Dennis Hopper in True Romance, when he's like, can I get one of those? Right, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Damn, what does he smoke? I can't remember. It's killing me now. Chester- oh, Ch- Chesterfields? Chesterfields, yeah. It's like a European... Uh, that being cigarette. lit was my number one cigarette in a movie, but, but this has got to be number two. Well, so that's, that's pretty in pink. I hope you guys enjoyed my review. <laughs> uh, once again, Ben, we've learned absolutely nothing. <laughs> if that didn't explain the movie thorough, I don't know. Uh, we're wrapping up here. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Any uh, Anything coming up that you wanted to give a shout out about? Oh, or shit, already? To? That's it? Yeah. And the hour flies by. Um, I went into a Cabela's and I left racist. I'll, I guess I'll talk about that next week. Oh, good. I don't, I don't have time to get into okay. it this week, but, uh, yeah, I went in thinking pretty, you know, equally about everybody, but I left. No, it's all camouflage and hunting. So that's it. Yeah. Next week. I found this on YouTube somehow or, or, you know, diving through a YouTube wormhole. There's a band out there called Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas out of Detroit. It's a, a female singer, pretty badass band. Um, I put a link to it on the Facebook page. I'll play one of their songs on the way out here. Yeah, really cool video. Really good song too. Yeah. Nothing to me is, I don't care a hot, good, talented female singer in a rock band is, can't be touched. No, Best. it's hard to, that's, that's, that's the I being weather a, girl. Other than that, being, <laughs> being in a band, uh, a bunch of bands and always, you know, being into music, I've always, that's one thing I've always wanted. That's on my bucket list is being in a band, being part of a band oh, okay. that backs up a hot chick, super good vocalist. Yeah. Stevie Nicks, first choice. Yeah. Stevie Nicks, my no, second choice. No, it's always good. That's always good. And then uh, Stevie Nicks is my third choice. And then the chick from Paramore. We're missing <laughs> fourth. I'm for it. All right, guys. This was uh, episode 83. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we leave, um, Eleven twenty-one. I'm not sure what day of the week that is. I believe it's Friday. Friday at the Subterranean in Chicago. Um, the Swellers are going to be playing with our friends uh, Lights Over Bridgeport and uh, the Lost Years. Two of those are Northwest Indiana bands, and they're open up for the Swellers, who is out of Michigan. It's going to. I think there's still tickets available. I have three, and only two are spoken for. If you want one, hit me up. But I'm going to go. It's going to be a really good show. So come support John and the guys. All right, great. We'll uh, see you. You know what? One more thing. Uh, I actually ordered and should thing. be receiving this week uh, 50 stickers. So I got like a, a, um, a limited pressing of the first three by three inch Hey My Man podcast stickers. What I want to do is uh, I'm going to maybe we'll figure out a way to do a contest or whatever. And I'd like to give the stickers out and get them, you know, to, to people who listen, figure out a way to, to make it fun uh, and do that at the same time. So uh, if you get a sticker, Put the sticker on whatever you're going to put it on. Take a picture of it. Send it back to us. But uh, hit us up on Twitter, Hey My Man Podcast. Hit me up at Hey My Dave. Hit Ben up at Hey My Ben. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. But if you want a sticker, let's uh, like I said, shoot us a message and we'll, we will get a sticker out. To if you, you are a new listener, thanks a lot, man. I'll see you again next week. Oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, make sure you go to iTunes and uh, leave a review, leave a rating of the show. It helps us get. Uh, uh, move up in the the lexicon of all these podcasts, and uh, we want to get in that. Our goal is to be in the top 100 somewhere. If you have an iPhone, it's super easy too. You just have to. I mean, you already log in if you buy any apps or whatever. It's it just takes a second. And even if you don't have a computer, you got one at work. There's no way that people don't have a computer. No. I mean, and it takes a second to get an iTunes account. So uh, please do us a favor. I know I've been asking. We've had the same amount of reviews for the longest time. We can, you know, we can go on there and see. So I'm asking for for you guys to step up and and help yeah. keep uh, moving us along, making the show grow. Say love the show. What's wrong with Ben? That's all you gotta do. It's fine. <laughs> all right, we will talk to you guys later. Trouble, don't you come round? Don't you hang your head too close? I saw you. On the corner Don't you come round Don't you come round yeah. Riding By the shadows By the things you did And show 
Don't say Throw yourself in the cold It was over 